This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right, my friends, what's up? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Welcome to another episode of the podcast where I'm answering your jazz questions five days a week to help you become a better jazz musician, feel more confident as a jazz improviser, and have more fun than ever playing music. Today, we have an excellent question from Cliff Dunn. Let's give it a listen. I have trouble keeping up with the form, and when soloing, placing the notes on the correct beats is difficult, but counting often distracts me. So when soloing, are you counting? This is a really great question, Cliff, and I know a lot of other people have this exact question, and there's a lot to unpack here, but first let's just answer straight up the question that you're really getting at, which is, are you counting when you're soloing? And the answer is no, you should not be counting when you're soloing for all the reasons that you've already said. If you're trying to count one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, while you're soloing, it's you're trying to get your brain to do two different things at once, and that's going to be really, really difficult for you to do. And if you're tapping your feet on every beat, for example, I mean, imagine yourself doing that, or if you actually have the ability to do that right now while listening, try that. You know, again you're going to lose the beat, right? Because you're soloing and you're doing other things and your foot's probably going to get out of coordination, right? And so if you're trying to do that, you're really trying to practice a coordination task as if you're a drummer working on doing that skill. And ultimately, that's really not what you should be doing as a soloist. You don't want to be thinking about, you know, counting or any of that. What you really want to practice and get good at is feeling the time. Now, this is where we really have to start unpacking some of the other things in there. Like, for example, getting lost in the form is really not a problem with being able to count. It's a problem with being able to feel the time going by. Well, how do you get good at doing that? So number one, let's say you keep getting lost in let's say the song form of Autumn Leaves. It's really important that outside of you practicing touching your instrument, that you're listening to that song and actually trying to keep the form just by listening to it with the other band members while they're soloing. This is a great way right away to start practicing feeling the time and feeling familiar with where you're at in the song form, right? Practice doing that, listening a lot to the soloists while you're listening to jazz and music, keeping time with them, right? Or just, you know, this is where the top of the A section is. This is where the B section comes in. It's a very basic way to start feeling time, but it's important and it's really helpful. Number two, we're going to talk about this in the episode tomorrow. That is getting back to some of the fundamentals of feeling time, which is working with a metronome. And again, I'm going to save talking about strategies with that 
in tomorrow's episode. So stay tuned for that one. But working with a, a metronome, it's it's just one tool or one experience that you can have where you are practicing feeling or hearing different beats while you're playing. So for example, you would practice starting with the metronome on every single beat and then every other beat. Practicing with a metronome is going to help you start feeling the time a little bit better. The other thing that you can do as well is instead of counting, break down the feeling of what a measure feels like. So let's say the time is one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Can you feel it more like this? One, 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 one. And even do that just with a backing track on. And the way you can do that instead of counting and feeling is more just like nodding your head or your shoulders or swaying side to side, right? One, 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 two, three, four, one, two, three, four, swaying on the downbeat of every single measure. Now, again, we don't want to be counting. It's just you're listening to a backing track or you're listening to a recording of your favorite jazz musicians and you're practicing just feeling it and swaying like you're dancing but we all know that musicians aren't actually good dancers, or at least the vast majority of us aren't. However, we're trying to get that feeling in our body of what it actually feels like. And by the way, this is a great tip if you're playing at really fast tempos. You can't feel the beat one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. You're never gonna keep up. You're gonna lose the form. You're gonna get way too confused. You have to feel it as one, one, one. One, right? That feels so much more manageable by cutting the time down completely and instead just sort of feeling the flow of the music that way versus one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, right? So when we're over obsessed with this idea of, you know, counting, it's really going to kind of like slow us down and grind us to a halt. So we want to get better at feeling music and what it actually feels like to us. And this is where I would also just really recommend, like if you get lost in the form and you know, you're trying to count to stay in with the form, instead of like thinking about a whole song, think about an A section. And this is where it could be a great idea to get a slow downer software and loop a section. Or if you have software like Band in a Box, just put in together the first 12 bars or eight bars of a song that you're working on and loop that over and over and over again so that you're less likely to get lost in the song form and you're only practicing improvising and soloing over just those eight bars, right? And getting good at doing that has a couple different side effects of doing that, right? You're getting better at improvising over, you know, fewer chords and chord progressions, but you're also, you know, giving yourself a better chance to just feel the time on those bars and not worry about, you know, getting so far into the future with the other chords and chord progressions, Another element is the more that you learn tunes and practice playing over them, the more your ear starts to sink in where you're at in the song form, right? Even if you get lost for a second, which by the way, everybody does, even pros, you're able to just like stop for a second, listen and go, okay, we're playing this part of the song now. I can hear what the bass player is playing. I can hear what the piano player is playing, so on and so forth, right? Um, or if you're a bass player, piano player, the bass players listen to the piano player or the horn player, and the piano players listen to the bass player or the horn player, right? You, you listen to different members of the band or the backing track you're playing with to help you find your spot again. 
And there's no quick fixes to this. It's just a practice room thing. It's doing some of the things that I mentioned, but it's also just listening and learning lots of tunes. And the more you do this, the easier it's going to get. You're going to get lost less. You're not going to be stuck with counting. You're going to be just feeling it in your body with where you're at. And you move on that way. All right. So hope that helps. That's all for today's podcast episode. Remember that knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all, and a lot of practice time isn't near as good as a little bit of really good practice time. All right, my friends, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Don't miss out on tomorrow's episode like I alluded to. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into metronomes. So looking forward to having you back then. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.